Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. This sermon is part two on how to judge from the Gospel of Matthew, preached on September 7th, 1997. The Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 7 and verse 6. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. Matthew 7, 1 through 5 told us that we should not be hypercritical. But this verse tells us that we should not be uncritical. What we need is balance in our Christian life. So in the first five verses he told us judge not and in this verse he tells us to judge. Jesus said judge not and I explained in the previous sermon what exactly that command, that prohibition meant. It means do not be censorious, hypercritical, and hypocritical. It means not to condemn. We are to judge not based on appearance. We are to judge by the measure of mercy and love, we said. We are to judge righteous judgments. But in this verse 6, we are exhorted by Jesus by implication that we must judge. We must exercise our critical faculties in reference to the people to whom we preach the gospel. First, we must discern our audience. Some people are dogs and some people are pigs. The dogs of ancient Palestine were scavengers unclean and violent, a potential carrier of disease. They were the garbage disposals. The pigs of Palestine were probably the European wild boar. Israelites, we know, were prohibited divinely from eating this unclean animal. Swines or pigs represented what is unclean and despicable and hated. In other words, Jesus tells us to judge. He does not want us to give that which is holy to everybody without discrimination. And that which is holy is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. A Christian is to discern who is a dog and who is a pig. He is prohibited from giving the holy things to the dogs and casting the most beautiful and precious things to the wild boar. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 13 where we are taught by Jesus in terms of parables. Jesus teaches us the kingdom of God. Verse 10, the disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? 
He replied, the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Pigs and dogs are people to whom God in his sovereign wisdom does not reveal the secret of the kingdom. Dogs and pigs are people who cannot understand the inestimable value of the gospel. So we read in Matthew 13, beginning with verse 44, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. The gospel is a treasure for which sake you will liquidate all and buy it. Verse 45 again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. Pearls from Persian Gulf or Indian Ocean. Very expensive pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. But you see, dogs and pigs have no discernment into the great value of the gospel. Yes, we ought to go and preach the gospel to all peoples of the world. Yet we must be led by the Spirit of God. And if certain people reveal themselves to be mockers and despisers of the gospel by their behavior, we are not to preach the gospel to them or we are not to continue to preach the gospel to them. Now Jesus himself taught this principle when he sent out his apostles to preach the gospel. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 10, beginning with verse 11. Whatever town or village you enter, search for some worthy person there and stay at his house until you leave. As you enter the home, give it your greeting. Shalom, in other words. Salvation, peace to this house. If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it if it is not. In other words, if that house is dwelt by pigs and dogs, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that home or town, I tell you the truth. It will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. Or turn with me to the Gospel of Matthew, the 13th chapter. I already told you that Jesus used this device of teaching in terms of parables. And we just read to you, the disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to people in parable? He replied, the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you. It's a gift. But not to them. Whoever has will be given more and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have even what he has will be taken from him. This is why I speak to them in parables. 
Those seeing they do not see, though hearing they do not hear or understand. In other words, Jesus Christ spoke to them in parables, the kingdom of God, so that some people may not hear and understand. Only the elect of God who are enlightened may understand and be saved. Or turn with me to the Gospel of Luke, 23rd chapter. Remember, Jesus Christ was sent to Herod Antipas. Luke 23 and verse 8, when Herod saw Jesus, he was greatly pleased because for a long time he had been wanting to see him. Now remember, Jesus called him a fox. From what he had heard about him, he hoped to see him perform some miracle and entertain Herod Antipas. He plied him with many questions, but Jesus gave him no answer. He recognizes he's a pig. He's a dog. He has no interest in the gospel of God's kingdom. Or turn with me to Matthew chapter 11 and verse 23. He speaks about Capernaum. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted up to the skies? No, you will go down to the depths. If the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Sodom, it would have remained to this day. But I tell you that it will be more bearable for Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. Capernaum proved itself to be a dog and a swan. Oh, look at what Jesus called some Pharisees in John chapter 8 and verse 44. Some Pharisees who refused to trust in him, who refused to believe in the gospel. And here it is in verse 44. You belong to your father, the devil. In other words, you are not the elect. You are not entitled to the gospel. You are children of the devil. And you notice in the book of Acts several places in Paul himself deals with people, people who didn't want to believe in a certain way. And you will find this in Acts 13, 44 through 45, Acts 18, 1 through 6, and Acts 28, verse 18 through 20. But let me read one verse Acts 13, 44 through 45. On the next Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. When the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy, you see, manifesting the character of dogs and pigs and talked abusively against what Paul was saying. Then Paul and Barnabas answered them boldly. We had to speak the word of God to you first. Since you reject it and do not consider yourselves worthy of eternal life. We now turn to the Gentiles. You see we begin to see in terms of the response of certain people. And as we are led by the spirit of God we begin to make discrimination. And the Lord Jesus Christ forbids us to share the gospel with those who are dogs 
and those who are swines. In other words, as a minister of the gospel, I am not authorized to preach to everybody and to pray for everybody. What is the problem of dogs and pigs? Speaking about people who are totally depraved. Let me tell you the problem. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. St. Paul tells us the man without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him. And he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. Unenlightened, un regenerate depraved suppressing the truth in wickedness let's understand something if if the gospel is preached to you and your heart is trembling at the word and your heart is receiving that word then praise be to God you are not a dog you are not a pig God in his mercy has given you the secret of the kingdom of God. The spirit of God is working in you. Giving you some understanding so that you will receive things that are spiritual. Consider it a great blessing. You read the book of Romans and let me read to you. Dogs and pigs. Here it is. Romans 9. Let me read from verse 22. What if God choosing to show his wrath... Now, let's understand, God is not always showing grace to everybody. Let's understand, it is not his business to forgive everybody, justify everybody, save everybody. Here it is. What if God, choosing to show his wrath and make his power known, bore with great patience the objects of his wrath, prepare for destruction? They are dogs. And they are swines and they will mock, they will despise the gospel. Or turn with me to Titus chapter 3. St. Paul tells to deal with certain people in a certain way. Titus 3 verse 10 and 11. Warn a divisive person once and then warn him a second time. After that have nothing to do with him. You may be sure that such a man is warped and sinful. He is self-condemned. And the book of Hosea chapter 7 verse 16 speaks about a bow that is deceitful. In other words, it is twisted in the very fabric. In the very constitution it is twisted. Dogs. Well, the Bible uses the word dogs. Let's turn to the Old Testament. The book of Psalms, chapter 22, 22nd Psalms, and verse 16. Dogs have surrounded me. A band of evil men has encircled me. So you notice, dogs are evil men opposing the Messiah, opposing the gospel. Evil men, dogs, violence, ready to tear apart. Not only the message, but also the messenger. St. Paul also speaks about certain people who followed St. Paul wherever he went, opposing St. Paul and his message. 
Philippians chapter 3 and verse 2. Watch out for those dogs, those men who do evil, those mutilators of the flesh, the Judaizers who oppose the gospel of God's grace. They are called dogs. Maybe you can listen to St. Peter chapter 2 and verse 22 because he uses this phrase dogs. Of them the proverbs are true. A dog returns to its vomit and a soul that is washed goes back to her wallowing in the mud. And then in the book of Revelation you find them in the last chapter, 22nd chapter and the 15th verse. Let's find where they finally find themselves inside or outside of the kingdom of God. Outside are the dogs. And now we are given explanation of dogs. Those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. Not nice language. But the scripture is truthful and realistic. St. John, 2nd John. In verse 9 and 10, St. John tells us this about dogs. Anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever continues in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, the authorized teaching, the gospel, the apostolic teaching, Do not take him into your house or welcome him. Anyone who welcomes him shares in his wicked work. Understand the work of the cults and the liberal Christianity. They don't have the gospel at all. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 2. St. Paul tells us this. Verse 15 and 16. Oh, let me read to you from verse 14. But thanks be to God who always leads us, the apostles, the preachers of the gospel, in triumphal procession in Christ, and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. Fragrance of the knowledge of him is spread everywhere by Christ. Through the bearers of the gospel, the one who proclaims the gospel. And now, for we are to God the aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are being, who are perishing. To the one we are the smell of death. And to the other the fragrance of life. Notice, it is not that God in Christ, through the apostles and missionaries, Spreading this fragrance of life everywhere. Oh no. Some are saved. Others by the same gospel. Are confirmed in their death. So let me say it again. If the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. And causing your heart to be tender toward God. Praise be to God. Rejoice in it. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you shall be saved. Now 1 John chapter 4 and verse 1 tells us the importance of being able to judge, to discriminate, 
to discern that we ought not to be naive, believing everything, welcoming everybody, being tolerant of everything. We are talking about life or death. Life is not a rehearsal. We don't come this way again. And you are here today by divine ordination that you may hear the proclamation of the gospel, that you may smell fragrance of life. So here it is, dear friends. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And we are told how to test it. That will be a doctrinal testing. In other words, it is important that we must believe in the orthodox doctrine, biblical doctrine, sound doctrine, rather than, well, you know, come on in. We are tolerant people. We are nice people. We don't ask any question. Let's all come together and hold hands and meditate, looking at our own belly button. We want to know whom we worship. If the one is not the eternal, almighty, sovereign, Lord of the universe, the living and true God revealed himself in the Holy Scriptures, woe unto us. In the early church, they used this verse also to tell those who are not true believers to go away as they were about to celebrate the Holy Communion. Because they said, you know, we cannot give that which is holy to dogs and the pigs. So the catechumens were learning the gospel, were asked to leave the hearers of the gospel, asked to leave unbelievers, asked to leave heretics, asked to leave. And only those who love God and walk in obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ are asked to remain that they may participate in the sacred thing the Holy Communion. So we need to understand that we are not commanded to preach the gospel to everybody. We are asked to preach the gospel to all peoples of the world, all languages, all tribes. It doesn't mean every individual. In Acts chapter 8, you notice Philip was guided by the Holy Spirit to share the gospel with that eunuch who didn't know much and he was going away after worship reading Isaiah 53 then Philip explains the whole thing and he was marvelously saved and baptized and went into his country or in the book of Acts chapter 16 Saint Paul wanted to preach the gospel in Asia Holy Spirit said no at least not at this time he wanted to preach the gospel in Bithynia. Holy Spirit said no. And he kept moving. And he came to Troas. And there he was given a vision. In the Macedonian call. Come and help us. And so he went all the way to Philippi. And there on the riverside. He went and preached. And all of a sudden God opened the heart of a woman. A dealer in purple. To respond to the gospel. And she was marvelously saved. In other words, we need to be sensitive to the Spirit's leading and guidance. And let me tell you what happens if you give that which is holy to the dogs and throw that which is valuable pearls 
to the swine. What will happen? They trampled down the message. Well, that's not the end of the story. But like the violent, unholy, unclean, scavenger, dog, vicious dog, they will come to tear you apart. They will hate you and speak evil things about you. They did that to Jesus Christ and the apostles and to everybody else. So make sure that you pray, seek the Lord as you share the gospel. And if the person is mocking, despising, treating the message with contempt, then you don't have to keep on preaching to that person. Move on! God will lead you to another person prepared by the Spirit, chosen, elect of God, and that person want to hear it. He says, please tell me about it. Please tell me about it. Go on. And all of a sudden, you could see the word of God going in. Oh, that's a wonderful feeling, isn't that true? And if this is true, then my question today to you is, do you appreciate the holy things? Do you appreciate pearl of great price? And I hope that you will thank God for opening your eyes into the marvel and the wonder of the gospel. We must appreciate that God enabled us to see the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. That God, by a mighty miracle, opened our eyes, which had been blinded by Satan. That we appreciate the gospel, and our heart beats with the heart of God. Hallelujah. And we get up, we want to study the word. And as we study diligently under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, great wealth of pearls are brought up. Hallelujah. Hearts filled with the knowledge of God's truth. And then we share it with those whom God wants us to share it with. Let me tell you the greatest thing in the whole world is the knowledge of the gospel. This is eternal life, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Hallelujah. Oh, praise be to God. We received sacred things, redeemed by what precious blood. Hallelujah. Pearl of great price, treasure hidden. But God gave us understanding. God regenerated us. Hallelujah. God gave us spirit of repentance. Precious things, holy things. Hallelujah. God granted us faith to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And we have been justified by faith. And we have peace with God. And we have access to God. We are adopted into his family. Precious things, holy things. And we rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. And with St. Paul we say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Hallelujah. Yes, we are God's children. And we must share the gospel. Hallelujah. That's our purpose. Share the gospel. But be sensitive to the spirit. Have a spirit of discrimination. Know the audience. 
Ask the Holy Spirit, oh, the Holy Spirit, is this a person? The Holy Spirit is with us to guide us, to lead us, hallelujah, to help us. Praise you, O Lord. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you for your holy thing, the gospel of the kingdom of God. We appreciate it and we take it very seriously that our singular purpose is to declare this gospel. Grant us great wisdom to do so, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.